Hey, it's good. Um, quick programming note. Uh, I'm currently editing. You can hear from the echo. I'm in the uh, my editing bay. Um, found out that Haley's recorder uh, didn't fucking work. Uh, she was using a... Um, uh, I guess she was using like an audio splitter or something uh, so that she could... Uh, actually talk to us and record at the same time, but it caused an error with the actual recording. Um, I did my best to save any of the sounds, um, but uh, didn't didn't take. Um, so as such, we ended up losing a lot of like everything which she was saying. Um, the bits where she is talking, uh, she kind of clips in and out, so, like, you can get a lot of uh, what she says from context and, like, from our reactions. Uh, but I ended up having to cut about 15 to 20 minutes uh, worth of actual dialogue, including her entire article, uh, as well as her recommendations uh, at the end of the show. Uh, so we don't refer back to it too, too much, uh, but, uh, we do make a couple jokes that kind of don't make sense because, you know, you can't hear her article. Uh, so really quickly, her article was regarding, uh, a job you can get in the UK where you attend, um, wedding, like, conventions where they try to sell stuff to brides and grooms, uh, for their weddings, uh, and so the job is basically to go and go to these events and then write, do, like, write-ups on the different products that you can sell. We make a couple jokes about weddings, um, like, later on, I think, when, uh, June's doing her article. Um, that's pretty much all it is, is, like, you get a sample champagne and cakes and stuff at these wedding events. Uh, Haley also uh, recommended that people check out the Netflix show uh, I'm Not Okay With This, which is a, a live-action show uh, chronicling a, a girl's development in high school, uh, her, like, romantic interests and that sort of thing, uh, while at the same time dealing with the fact that she's developing superpowers at the same time. Um, so... You know, I'm sorry that this one sounds kind of weird and that uh, um, it's shorter than normal. Um, I We're trying to figure out what happened with her audio. Uh, I, I know that we occasionally lose her on her other, like when she uses her normal audio setup, uh, but I can usually recover a lot more of that. This time it was just gone. Uh, so we're going to figure that out. We're going to find a better, uh, recording solution for Haley in the future. This is going to be kind of a weird one, and I'm really sorry. I fucking, I don't, I have no, no explanation beyond she had a shitty microphone splitter, and that's, that's all I can say. So, uh, hope... Hopefully you enjoy this episode anyways, and uh, thanks for sticking with us. Sorry about that one. Bye.
Oh, <laughs> okay. Coronavirus is a bad flu. Bo- well, it, it's <laughs> bullshit, is what it is, right? Yeah, just like, take some cocaine, of, you'll be fine. It's, okay. That that is my uh, that is the article that I'm pr- I brought. So, did you read that one? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck, so, so ridiculous. And I went to the grocery store because we ran out of toilet paper almost, and the entire grocery store has no toilet paper. So you have uh, to buy I- Kleenexes, and it's just so much fun. I saw that too, and all I could think of was, ha ha ha, I I installed a bidet last month. <laughs> we're we're fine. We've got a we got a we got, you got a, your new thing care of. Yeah, You're like and it's great. It's I, my butthole is fresher than everybody else walking around. <laughs> so there. Thanks for letting me know. I was really wanting to hear. Yeah, you like Carolyn is heating you up. That just brightened up my day. Thank you. I'll never. No, but but serious question. What again. what is a bidet co- a bidet cost like on a budget? Oh, um, I can I can send you a, uh, a link to where I got mine. Um, like it, it's like too. Um, like the setup was fucking easy. It, it would have been easier if I knew anything about uh, plumbing, but right. I still managed to get it working. Um, but uh, mine was like 120 bucks. That's it's, it. It's not a. It's not a bidet. It's they're. I mean, they're it's advertised it. as being bidets. Yeah. They're. Uh, it's actually called a washlet. I think is the term. Mm-hmm. Um. It just like attaches to the toilet, and the one I got has uh like you hook it up to the um. Water. Well, the the hot and cold water line. So that so it's not like you're not shooting icicles up there. <laughs> I see. Ooh. That sounds complicated. Don't want to freeze. I mean, well, like I said, it, it took me like an hour to do. It would have taken less time if I knew anything about plumbing, but it's actually super easy. And if you genuinely wanted to pursue that option, I would help you set, like install it. it. It's actually pretty simple. Now, when you have to hook it up to the hot and water, like hot and cold water, what if like does the toilet get hot and cold water, or do you have to have like an no? Uh, no, it's a, um, you, in the box, there's like a splitter, um, like it's a, you use the splitter line, uh, there's one splitter line for like your sink's hot water, and then there's a splitter line for the, the toilet feed, and so like you, you split the two feeds, um, the water line that, like the water that fills the tank of the toilet gets split between the tank and the, uh, uh, the washlet, so it's like it's clean water. It's not coming from anywhere except for the pipes. And then the same thing with the the hot water; it's coming from the the tap, anyways. So, uh, like, am I gonna have if, to saw a hole in my sink? Uh, it depends on what your sink looks like. We just it's a plastic tube that goes for the underside. So, like, I just I just ran it and then tucked it in between the door so that I didn't have to drill a hole. I'm just doing research. Just um, research. How do you how do you dry afterwards? If that's not too personal. <laughs> Uh, it's not really. Um, <laughs> if you've got time to sit and just drip dry, that's fine. Um, <laughs> if you're in a rush, you know, just grab like one sheet of toilet paper to just dry your wet spots, and that's all it takes. Oh. <laughs> I like this. Haley, Jesus Christ, I'm you're building so a house. Sure. <laughs> You could get an actual bidet installed in your house. You could. They're actually I'm just really saying. nice. 
when I went to Europe a while ago with my family, we there was like one of those, and I was like, ooh, this is so fancy. It makes you want to go to the washroom all the time. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I will say that the your first, um, your first outing with the bidet is surprising. Um, <laughs> Uh, Camilla yelped <laughs> when she, when she tried, <laughs> um, but, like, after the, after that, it's just, like, I'm so fresh and so clean, clean down there. Oh, I feel good about awesome. my life. Yeah, so I, uh, I managed to get prepared. Did you see the video of the people, uh, like, in fucking, in Calgary, um, like, rushing through a Costco? No. Um, oh, the toilet paper someone dilemma? Said, yeah, the, someone the... said it was empty by 9 a.m. Yeah, so we uh, basically videotape everybody that went into that and that in an apocalypse. Yeah, no, it, I like video, like publicly shame them, put them on an iceberg and set them adrift. They're they're the ones who have decided they don't want to participate in a society, you know? <laughs> yeah. So funny. It's crazy to me that like there's was, no toilet paper anywhere in the city. I just there in the grocery store and like the entire toilet paper aisle. I was like, this can't really be a thing. And I got there and I was like, oh, it is. This is this is what is happening. And we barely had any left at home. So I was like, okay, we're just getting a lot of Kleenexes and wipes. So what Yay. is that about, by the way? People think that they're gonna have to stay in their houses and that they won't be able uh, to I, leave I their house and that they like, will run out of toilet paper. That's literally all it is. It's not like it's one of those illnesses that makes you have to like... Well, and because it's caused a panic, now people are hoarding toilet paper because they're afraid that they won't be able to get toilet paper yes. because other people are hoarding toilet and paper. And it's like with that Y2K thing back in 2000 where everyone thought they wouldn't be able to use technology, so they what? started hoarding, like, bottled water and canned vegetables. But this time, people don't think that they'll need to eat anything. They've just decided they will really just need to go to the washroom all day long. Was it Johnny Carson? Sorry. Johnny, Johnny Carson, I forget when, but he joked one time, like, back in the 60s, that uh, there was a run on toilet paper, and he literally caused a run on toilet paper. Um, so, like, I think toilet paper is one of those things that's very consistent in its sales, and so, like, any spike in demand uh, can very quickly, um, like, eliminate Diminish extra the, stock. Yeah. yeah. It's just so bizarre. Exactly. Like, wouldn't people need to hoard, like, canned foods and water, you know, that kind of thing? But, like, it's just so ridiculous. Can we all just agree to be fucking cool for once? <laughs> no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't no, work, no. obviously. Clearly that... Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I guess, like... I guess I'm gonna do my article first, because that seems to be the trend we're on. So let's, uh... Let's announce the show. Okay. Hello. Uh, it's uh, Josh, and this is the show that you're listening to. I fucking can't remember how we're doing these. Sorry. Uh, welcome to Everything is the Worst, the official Scudsworth.com podcast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm the man behind the website at Scudsworth.com. And with me is just the whole crew, because I guess we're all... Uh, yeah. We're all quarantined because somebody coughed twice and now... We're all stuck inside our houses, so this is what we decide to do with our time. Uh, 
Uh, joining us are, let's go with Carolyn. Hey, Carolyn, Hello. how's it going? I'm all right. How about you? I started a new job on Monday, so I'm super excited. Yeah. On a scale of one to zombie apocalypse, <laughs> how are you feeling? <laughs> like, no zombie apocalypse whatsoever. So, like, okay. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's just a bit over-exaggerated and ridiculous. I mean, it's it's bad, like, it's a sickness, but, like, do we really need to, like, yes, mm -hmm. like, we need to have toilet paper, that's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, stop it, guys. Seriously. Just let me have some toilet paper. No, it just, it just seems a bit much, like, I'm sure this is a very bad sickness. I am cornholio, I need TP for my bunghole. <laughs> And um, wise words yes. of the ancient times. <laughs> That's from the before times, yes. Yes. Back when the world uh, made sense. Considering that when the world makes sense was when Beavis and Butthead was airing, that's like, we are going to turn into a Mad Max society, and that is going to be the before times. See, the thing about Beavis and Butthead that I personally take comfort in in retrospect is the fact that you watch them and you knew that these were ridiculous, absurd parodies of human beings and were not actual real people. <laughs> Whereas these days, the shit that, that you see, the shit that you hear about, that is like, I mean, I know that we don't want to mention he who shall not be yeah. named, but like, seriously. Like the numbers. No word of a lie. I would be more confident in Beavis and or Butthead than I am and he who shall not be named. <laughs> um, not even an exaggeration. That's true. <laughs> like, he shall not all be right. named. Beavis and Butthead need to get elected to Beavis the Supreme Court. Beavis and Court. Butthead for president. Dang straight. Um, <laughs> right. Senator Beavis. <laughs> Congressman Butthead. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, I want to see this movie I, now. The Canadians have spoken. It's not even a movie now. I'm just going to have to draw that fan art and sell fucking stickers or something. Do it. Uh, do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carolyn, any exciting things that happened? Uh, we missed last week. So anything that uh, anything cool happened in the last two weeks or just mm. your toilet paper adventure and your new job? Well, the reason I missed the podcast last week is because um, my friend from church was playing flute music was with me. I used to play the flute a lot, and then I stopped for a while, and then someone said, Oh, I play the flute too, why don't we play together? So that was fun. Uh, what else have I been up to? We went to, to Canmore. Oh, yes! So last week on Friday was my birthday, so we went to Canmore from Thursday to Sunday. I went to Banff and Canmore and just kind of hung out and saw the beautiful mountains, so that was pretty fun. And what else? That's pretty much Also, happy birthday. Yeah, I, don't I, don't think think I, yeah. I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah. Wait, it's your birthday? Holy it, crap. You missed, <laughs> you missed it, June. Oh, oh no, no, whatever. June, whatever. Next year. There's always next year. next year. I know. <sighs> That's okay. It always happens next year. That's okay. I have the best wife ever, so it balances, right? Ooh. We, we each That's... have, like, an average wife. Is that, is oh. that how it works? <laughs> um, oh, dear. That's sorry. how that works. June, yeah? wife wife is not transferable between parties. I'm, wife I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Wait, are you are you saying that I'm a... I, I, I don't get any points for having the best wife no. in the world? Your best wife I mean, in the world. You get okay. points. You don't. <laughs> yes, oh. exactly. Carolyn? You get some, like, general... We're, we're general... married, right? We share 50-50? <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, jeez. 
Carolyn, <laughs> run. Can I have like half now. your wife awesomeness this points? This is not how wife points work. I'm oh. sorry. Josh has spoken. Darn it. Okay, fine. I'm just I'm just gonna have to live with being the worst wife. The, I can I can hang out with the worst wife club. He um, knows how these things who are work. some other terrible wives that I can hang out with? Oh, I'm uh, bad at it. Show. <laughs> show. Awesome, awesome. Oh yeah. Hey, Haley and I, we, we yeah, always get along. Yeah, we're good. Um, mm-hmm. All right, cool. And then the housewife show, I don't, I don't actually watch this show. Me either, but I've heard um, it's really bad, so I'm sure you'd get along. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I, mean, I love I'm, that. I'm also bad at being a wife, mostly because, you know. Because <laughs> you're not. I'm not one and have no intention of becoming a wife. you've never been a wife. Uh, so, like. I guess I can join, but yeah, that's for kinda, you I mean, that's join can, June can be in the bad wife club. Awesome. Yeah. All right, yep. then. <laughs> All right. It's just the podcast again. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again. June, do you want to... Plus, plus Carolyn, <laughs> who's like our token well, good wife. Oh. The, no, the, she doesn't. Token good wife. She is the good wife. <laughs> yeah. uh, so June, yes. uh, on a scale of one to zombie apocalypse, how are you feeling? Honestly, I'm sitting at about a three. Like... Not worried, but just kind of anxious about, you know, all of this stuff. And health-wise? kind of stressful. Health-wise? Oh, health-wise, I, I don't know. Uh, I was getting over something on the weekend. Yeah, we had a um, cold the last few yeah, days. Yeah, like last night, I kind of passed out in the evening, and so that she was She slept thing. for like an hour and a half after dinner. Which was it an hour happens. and a half? Just kidding, it was just an hour. I slept for an hour? I don't even remember Almost this. a whole hour, and you never have naps so I was like, oh dear, June is very sick, so... No, June. June, you died. You died for an hour. <laughs> Apparently. You never have naps. I didn't realize so it was, was that really long. I thought surprised. I just, like, passed out really yeah, quick. Yeah, it was almost a whole hour. Dang. Yeah, you were very sick, but now you're better. Hopefully. So we're good. We don't have coronavirus. Don't worry. Good. Don't even yeah. worry about it. Yeah, and I mean, even if you did, you don't have enough toilet paper to maintain it, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Exactly. June. June. Yes. What is a cool thing that happened while we had our, our time off? Our two uh, weeks. Let's see. Canmore was fun. Um the Final Fantasy VII demo came out. Uh-huh. That was fun. Um Is it good? Uh it's fine. Um <laughs> it's we can talk about it more later. Um in short, it is it occupies a very different place in the market than Final Fantasy VII did when it came out in 97 or whenever that was. Um, and so, like, aesthetically, it absolutely nails it. Like, just the look and feel of Final Fantasy VII, um, it is a very different animal, I should say. Um, it it seems to be... I get I get the distinct impression that the game as a whole is going to be much more linear, and of course, they're only planning to do not even the first third of the game. Like, um, I don't know how familiar you are. Yeah, it's being broken up into four four episodes or something, right? Something like that, yeah. Like, the first game was, what, three discs, four discs? I can't remember. Um, And the Midgard section was, like, half of the first disc. So there's a lot that's getting left out. Um, And... I think right now it's kind of an experiment on the part of Squaresoft to see like what the market is interested in. Um, And they have some interesting ideas. Like the combat is, it's weird. I didn't quite wrap my head around it when I played it. Um, I wouldn't say that that's a bad thing, but it, it's a mesh of like hack and slash with menu based 
combat and you kind of have to juggle both of those things and for me it wasn't intuitive um it was like i would get so caught up in the button mashing that i would forget to do the commands um and then it would be like trying to then insert the commands it was really janky and awkward when i'm then trying to respond to like you know, the boss is doing an attack and then I need to do the thing, but it it didn't quite click like what thing I should be doing, you know, like the boss will grab... Uh, at any given time. Yeah, like yeah. the boss, for example, will grab one character, so then you have to quickly switch to the other character and then do an attack that will release your character. But like when it happened, it was always very jarring. I was like, oh shit, what's the button to switch characters? What's the... um. And I mean, like, again, it's because you're playing for like 10 minutes um, and I just hadn't quite gotten a feel for it yet. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It looks pretty. Um, it is certainly not anything approaching bad, uh, like sincerely very good, but very different. Mm. And also with us on the call is the only other person here. <laughs> Back from her vacation in space where I launched her the last oh, yeah. time she was over. Uh, <laughs> Not a hit when that happened. Is, is Haley. Hello. Ha uh, one, two zombie apocalypse. Where are you oh. sitting? Four. Oh, is it worse in, in uh, BC? Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Josh. should we do a show? Let's do a show. Yeah, let's do a show. Let's talk about Josh, you never said about how you are from one to zombie apocalypse. Yeah, what's great? Tell us. Brains. Sounds about no, right. No, I'm fine. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. I don't, uh, uh, I don't leave the house ever. Uh, like, I'm, like, one of the few people who are, uh, like, the most... Like, like, I've got a compromised immune system. I've we've talked about this on the podcast before. You know, my my health stuff and the medication I'm on like reduces my ability to fight infection. Um, so that's why uh, all you people listening, everybody within the sound of my voice, wash your goddamn hands and stop buying the paper masks. Only the, if you ha if you're wearing a mask, it means you are sick, right? You wear a mask if you're sick keeps all of your germs in your face. I'm going to continue wearing a mask while I walk out, but I've got like a reusable like filter mask thing. Mm. So like that's to keep me safe, but yes, everybody yeah, else. Right. Yeah. You wear masks. If you're sick and you have to go out, wash your hands, stop being just gross people. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Totally fine. Calm down. All right, so it. let's talk about your article. Yes. Um, you yes. Were... Yeah. Let's let's start with Josh's article since we're on the subject. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so as uh, as everybody listening has no doubt guessed, uh, <laughs> this is a podcast where uh, we find weird or interesting or funny or just like off the wall articles on the internet, and we uh, describe them to you, the listener. You're very welcome. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I will start, since we're on the subject of the coronavirus, or COVID-19, uh, which, again, is not 
actually as scary as people are making it out. It's it's totally fine. If you're immunocompromised like me, then it's probably a problem. If you are a young child or an old, old person, then it might be a problem. But for the people who are walking around running through the aisles at Costco, buying all the toilet paper so that Carolyn can't find any and has to resort to Kleenexes, <laughs> like you are the worst people. You are also the most likely to be fine. So stop it. Um... I mean, it's souped up by the media because of racism. They're like, the flu is more dangerous. The flu uh, is easier to catch and more deadly. But it's not sexy because it didn't come from, uh, I want to say bats was what they were thought, like where they thought it originated from. And it didn't come from China, so they couldn't get the racism angle on there. The, um, the main difference is that it's new and they don't have a vaccine, and the yeah. vaccine will probably take a year or two. I think that yeah. the biggest thing is that nobody's heard of it before, so yeah. everyone's just thinking the worst because we don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, because we don't know anything. Yeah, I It's think basically a particularly problem. vicious strand of, well, the common cold, really. Yeah. Um, so, uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, so... Uh, Facebook and Twitter have been forced to respond to the fact that they peddle, quote, fake news, end quote, on their platform. Misinformation is better to, yeah. Uh, so, uh, lots of people assume that misinformation is political and there's trolls and bots and people are trying to sell you products you don't need and the anti-vaxxers, uh, exist and People think the earth is flat again uh, for some reason, but it's all comes down to like misinformation and like ironically the viral spread of sensationalized news articles. Um, according to CBS News, um, a quick glance at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok will provide a slew of fake cures to COVID-19, such as garlic, masturbation, bleach, cocaine um Wait. so Just that's like that's my weekend plans that's my all week plan yeah so apparently a q anon youtuber and we don't have enough time to go into q anon um it has tweeted to more than his 121,000 followers which again I have 19 followers on Twitch. Like, well, do I have to start being an insane person? Like, more than I am already? Yes, <laughs> that's what you need. Okay. You need, um, you need like, making... Uh, yeah, right. Um, so he tweeted that uh, he, there is a miracle mineral solution, uh, heavily air-quoted on that one, which, if effectively involves drinking bleach, uh, can wipe out the COVID-19, uh, the disease caused by the coronavirus. Eventually, it'll just kill you so you won't have coronavirus anymore because you'll be dead because of all the bleach. So therefore, <laughs> he's correct. I mean, that's not really, yeah. Um, I mean, so... like, is it is it sick and wrong of me that I'm like, like, don't drink bleach. No, no, don't, don't, don't like, drink the bleach. This is like Darwinism, like survival of the fittest. I mean, I, I disagree with it on principle mm -hmm. and fundamentally, but 
I'm having trouble putting together a coherent argument in my head as to why it's bad that people who think drinking bleach is a good idea go ahead and drink a bunch of bleach. (laughs) Here's a quote from the guy. Um, Not only is chlorine dioxide, a.k.a. MMS, which is, it's fucking bleach, um, is an effective cancer cell killer. (laughs) It can wipe out coronavirus too. Big Pharma wants you to be ignorant. End quote. Uh, well, okay. Um, the most the most effective way to like wipe out cancer cells and viruses and all that is just like fire. Just just jump in a fire. It will kill all of the cancer cells and, and all you. of the coronavirus and, and all you. of all the cells. Yeah, essentially. but like yes. So to say that like bleach and poison etc. is an effective cancer killer isn't wrong in the same way that saying fire is an effective cancer killer. It's essentially a human killer, and if the human is dead, then there's <laughs> no cancer, like, so yeah, you're good to go. No so, um, you know, there's there's that whole bit on uh, Metalocalypse, that cartoon about the metal band, and they're all sick, and they start drinking bleach because they're just like, well, the human body is 90% water and bleach is 90% water, which means we are 90% bleach. So, um, oh yeah. Uh, and also there's the whole Arrogant Worms, the the band. They do a song called We Are the Ble- Bleach Drinkers, uh, which is a song about how idiots will do anything. Um, wow. But, uh, this, this song uh, sounds deeply appropriate. Yeah. Um, so, uh, CBS News uh, continues in this article, sadly, drinking bleach isn't the only dangerous, quote, cure, end quote, uh, being peddled online to a population of increasing, increasingly anxious persons uh, about the current outbreak. Uh, more recent rumors spreading at a rapid pace is that cocaine will counteract COVID-19, which just makes me think, you guys don't actually know what anything is fucking words have meaning people do they know what cocaine is uh, it's oh yeah gosh, it's this is so weird cocaine is basically the magic powder that allowed napoleon to conquer half of europe and so big pharma doesn't want you using it so they want to lie to you and keep the truth hidden yeah why else would they have taken out of coca-cola it's yeah. all a conspiracy. Without cocaine, we would never have gotten it, the Blues Brothers. Absolutely. It's all... It, it's, all it's all the communists um, <laughs> who wanted to take over the United States. And so what they did was they invaded Cuba as a landing point. Um, and then they tried to fill the country with cocaine. Um, wait, no, this is suddenly backwards. Let me... No, uh, no, let this, me, is, this yeah. one's wrong. Sorry. They, they tried to steal all the cocaine. And then... Wait... <laughs> no, the the U.S. government was socialists and they tried to stop the cocaine, but then they were they were Democrats and so they're 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 evil it. because they're Democrats and then they stopped what all the cocaine and then the socialists. I don't well, know. I'm on, trying to find on. the She's cocaine. She's gonna find her point eventually. <laughs> Just come bring it back around. <laughs> okay. Okay. So wait. Here's how it works. So the Democrats have been working with the deep state for centuries, and they invaded Cuba and took it over and filled it with socialists, and then okay. they flooded the market with tainted cocaine, cocaine that was bad. So it's not it's not real cocaine. The cocaine that like killed people and did bad stuff in the 70s was fake cocaine from the Democratic deep state that 
took over Cuba and then took over Russia and wants to take over the United States. And the only one saving us from all of this is he who shall not be named. And that's why the war on drugs started. And it was a good thing, not because they wanted to stop the good cocaine, but because they wanted to stop the bad, evil, democratic cocaine. Have you been taking cocaine? <laughs> oh my god, did I did I say like the activation code word that turned uh, June into a CIA operative or something? What's going on? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> That's right. You we can we can defeat COVID nineteen. So everybody just go home and masturbate, and we'll all get through this. You'll be fine. We'll all get through it together. Don't worry, Josh. I'm way ahead of you. Way <laughs> ahead of you. <laughs> let's let's get let's off just of this not topic. Talk about this anymore. Mm, uh, <laughs> Jesus this is Christ. not actually occurring. Don't even worry. All right, let's move on to Carolyn's article. Yes, Carolyn, what do you have? And how does it relate to the coronavirus? Okay, so my article is about the new remake of Mulan, the Disney movie. This one is the live action one. And the article is a bunch of people reviewing it. And basically, they just said it was really good at the premiere. And I thought it was pretty cool because a lot of these remakes of um disney movies people don't like them so it's cool and this one is kind of cool i like milan because it kind of breaks the stereotype of this damsel in distress that needs to be saved because the girl is like a hero and she saves people and the ways that it has to do with coronavirus is that people went to the movie theater and did not get coronavirus To, to paraphrase the article uh it turns out well to quote the article it turns out that the fears of COVID 19 are no match for mulan so the implication here is that Mulan, uh, through her badassery and, and sword fighting skills, is able to stab Corona to death. And, and people don't care, so they go to the movie regardless. Yes. Even if it means they might get sick. Also, apparently sword fighting can, can defeat coronavirus. Oh, really? Uh, that is what I choose to take away from this article. That's not what it means, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Coronavirus is no match for like a badass martial for artist. Mulan. And there's cool songs in there, too. I don't know if the cool yep. songs are, are in this version, but there were some pretty good songs in the original. We haven't uh, done this bit of the podcast yet, so uh, what um, what Disney movie do you think is good? Or, uh, or I guess, what do you think would be in line, if it was handled correctly, what would make a good live-action remake for Disney? For Mulan, you mean? Or yeah, like well, the like next if, one that if, they if, haven't done yet. Yeah, um, if Mulan is good, then you know oh. that'll that'll give me hope that they'll take on one of these other good ones. I mean, I'm still hearing that they cut out a bunch of like the best, like the dopest shit from Mulan, but well, um, have they done Sleeping? No, not they. They did do Sleeping Beauty. Um, did they? Yeah, yeah. They uh, Maleficent. Oh, what about? Right. Uh, Snow White. Have they done Snow White? They have not done a, a Snow White. I don't think so. They did that Snow White Wait, and the Huntsman, but that wasn't Disney. No. Still, I think they might have killed the premise. And the thing is, um, like, they've re- they've done Alice in Wonderland oh, I've heard a they... couple times, but I didn't like it. Like, Alice I... in Wonderland is one of my favorite movies, but I hated the remakes, so I'd like to see a good one. I heard they are legit working on a Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh, like, that would be so cool. Yeah, like, that's not speculation. That's, like, something that I read. 
Um, on that note, that would be Anna. so cool. Anna I would, would love it. <gasps> Moana, Moana would would, would be, be a good one. Yeah, they could. Or or Rapunzel. Like, what's that one? Um, uh, tangled. Twist. Yeah, Tangled. If yeah. If they did a uh, that thing, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Princess and the Frog. Uh, maybe. Oh, that'd um, be Little cool. Mermaid. Ooh, Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> Emperor's oh, New Groove. Yes, that would nice. be so much fun. See, I was gonna say Atlantis. Ooh, oh, that would be pretty yeah. Cool. Atlantis is like really obscure, and which would make it perfect for a remake. You know, the the fans that they have are diehard, and if they did it good, it would bring a bunch of people in to get the get the old cartoon again. True, true. I remember, like, I I don't remember a lot about Atlantis. I remember it, I enjoyed it. The visuals are just stunning, and the story was fine from what i recall it was fine yeah it, it, it wasn't super the story exciting. was good um, it was it was mostly it was it was good what about and stick with me on this one <laughs> this <laughs> one's going this is going to be a little weird okay. if you recommend songs of the movie. south i'm going to be very disappointed no 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 of course not <laughs> a, the goofy movie oh but like goofy. but for the goofy movie good. just give it the cat's treatment do like really <laughs> off-putting. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say that. That would be yeah. all of the yes. What about Tarzan? Did they have a Tarzan? Didn't it start Ooh. as? Uh, oh, the, no, there they have, have been enough live-action Tarzan. Yeah, there have been. Yeah. yeah. True. Like, that would still be fun to have like a new version. I like Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, Oh, <gasps> Fantasia. Although that would be. They did a live-action. Well, they did a uh, Wizard's Apprentice they did a stage show, didn't they? Pardon? Fantasia? Uh, sort of. Show? They did um, with Nicholas uh, with with Nicholas Cage. They did. Oh, uh, yeah, they know. called it the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That was it. Oh. So, yeah. oh. I mean, it doesn't really count as a live action Fantasia, but close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, June, do you want to give us your article? Just we'll we'll wrap up on that one. All right. Yeah. Um, I wanted something fluffy and lighthearted as usual, um, mm -hmm. and so I thought this was cool. Um, DC Comics recently released um, some unpublished panels from the time that they had people vote on whether or not Robin would be killed by the Joker. So a um, little bit of uh, backstory for those not familiar. Um, the original Robin uh, was a character named Dick Grayson who appeared um, like one year after Batman. So he's been with Batman since forever. Yeah. Um, and then eventually at some point, and I think it was the seventies, they decided to have uh, Dick Grayson mature into his own superhero called Nightwing. And then they brought in a new uh, Batwing, uh, Robin called Jason Todd. Um, and comic book fans reacted as comic book fans are wont to and lost their collective shit. And so DC decided to run a vote to see whether or not Jason Todd would be killed by the Joker. Um, and so according to this article, uh, DC basically um, drew two different um, conclusions to the story. One where Jason Todd dies, and that's the one that was published, and one where he lives. And that was never published and, and only just recently released. And the article also goes into some interesting details about um, how the vote turned out. So, um, uh, you know, first of all, it answers, like, why they did it. And according to the article, um, 
they had been uh, toying with the idea of this new technology that allowed for phone polling. And so they thought that would be kind of fun to play around with. Um, and then, you know, let the audience actually interact on an actual story. Um, and so, you know, they wanted to quote, oh, and this was in 1988, mind you, uh, extend our policy of heeding the opinions fans expressed in letters and conversations at conventions and at comic shops. Um, but it had, you know, they couldn't just do any question. It had to be one that, you know, the editorial genuinely wanted the reader input on. Um, and each phone call would cost a reader 50 cents. Um, it had to be something that people genuinely cared about. And so the whole Jason Todd question was a big issue. Um, and it's not because they disliked the character, but because the readership seemed very divided on him. Uh, so it goes into a bit more detail and then, um, uh, let's see, it goes into some specifics on the numbers, which I thought was interesting. Uh, where is it? Um, sorry for the wait, you'll have to edit this out. Um, okay. Uh, where is it? Until then, uh, Sorry, it's somewhere in the article. Um, okay, so uh, the polls were open for 36 hours. Uh, they received 10,614 phone calls, and apparently the final vote came down to a margin of only 72 votes. So it was really close. Um, and then there were rumors of people using computers and such to like automatically make a phone call every 90 seconds or stuff like that. So like a lot of, a lot of people were fairly passionate about this. Um, and yeah, his, his death lasted until 2005, which is an impressive amount of time for a hero to stay dead. Um, yes. Uh, so anyways, we killed him. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. We I killed mean, the, that guy. Very, very few comic book characters stay dead. And honestly, the ones that have stayed dead are the ones for whom death was like literally written into their character, like Uncle Ben and Batman's parents. Um, Gwen Stacy was dead for a long ass time as well. And I guess she's still technically dead, but like really they just brought her back and gave her spider powers and said she's from another dimension. But um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. And it also um, did shape the direction of Batman comics for like years to come, even until now. It's one of the reasons yeah, that... Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Like, it, it's one of the major things that turned Batman into a darker and more brooding, as opposed to the fun and campy Batman that you might remember from the 1960s TV show. Mm. It's the good Batman. Oh, the good Batman. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, I, I thought that was a cool article. I... Uh, I got a kick out of it, and it's not depressing, and it helps defeat the coronavirus because Batman. <laughs> because Batman. Batman has yes. a cool he can voice. Defeat anything, even. Yeah, he can. He's got he's got the coronavirus cure in his bat belt, i.e., a shit ton of cocaine. <laughs> uh-huh. Does he does he attend wedding events? <laughs> he loves weddings. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And he also enjoys toilet paper. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee paper, there's, there's toilet paper in that his, toilet in his paper utility belt. It. That's what this tape's made of. Toilet yeah. paper. Obviously. He has shark repellent in his in his utility belt. The man has toilet paper. 
<laughs> you can never go anywhere without Or he has a built-in bidet. That would also be just as plausible for Batman. That's it, too. He's got a travel bidet. <laughs> he just sticks it in his Oh, backpack. my God. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> uh, did we do a podcast? Is that it? We did a podcast. I think, I think we did a We're podcast. We're supposed to talk about things we recommend. We have to oh, yeah. recommend stuff, Josh. What, what was that? I missed that. We're supposed to recommend things. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's, that'll be that. Uh, yeah, let's let's go in order again. Uh, so we started with uh, Carolyn. Uh, do you got a recommendation for our friends at home playing the home edition? I do, in fact. I recommend watching RuPaul's Drag Race on Netflix. A couple weeks ago... I finished watching a show I'd been watching for a long time, and I was trying to figure out what to watch next, so I was browsing through Netflix, and I was like, well, everyone talks about RuPaul's Drag Race, I wonder what it's like, and I did not expect to enjoy it, but in the last two weeks, we've watched three seasons already, and it's, a couple episodes. It's very good. It's um... so good, it's so funny, it's so entertaining, and I like it compared to other reality TV shows because... They're not just nasty to each other the whole time just for no absolute reason. Like, a couple of the contestants are, but most of the time they just want to perform drag. And, like, the people who win are people who are genuinely talented, which I like in lieu of a lot of reality where, like, the people who win are the absolute last people you would want anything to do with ever. (laughs) And it's it's just super cool to see that on a TV show and that it's so successful in, like, the queer culture and whatnot. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, it's cool. So it's been super, super fun. I would recommend it. I started watching the All-Stars season, and then we started watching the seasons from most recent to least recent. So it's been pretty fun. Yeah, we did 10 and 11 and then 9. Um, yeah, it's not like yeah. they don't, they don't uh, Oh, really and PSA, don't, don't watch season 12. We heard an article that one of the contestants was like an abuser. Yeah. So don't watch that one. We didn't watch it. I mean, they might they might edit it and like severely they won't completely take them out, but they might heavily redact a lot of that individual. So Yeah, so But, but until until then, just kind of be aware of that. Yeah, it's a super fun show though. I definitely recommend. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Cool. Uh next we introduce June. Hello. Um have I talked about pre- Critical Role? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. So Critical Role is super cool. It is, well, it started as a podcast and has since kind of expanded. Um, it's by a guy who is a professional voice actor, um, and D&D enthusiast. And what he did was he got a bunch of his professional voice actor friends together. So we're talking like some fairly big names. For example, the guy, I forget his name, uh, Matthew Mercer, I want to say. Um, give me two seconds. I was going to be uh, like, if there's no David Attenborough. Well, well uh, Matthew Mercer voices uh, the cowboy from Overwatch. Uh, oh, yes, he? and he also did like Leon Kennedy and a bunch of other stuff. Um, anyways, the point is, it's a D&D podcast, but all of the players are professional voice actors. And so it's honestly the closest thing to a professionally produced D&D anything ever like D has had failed attempts at movies and cartoon shows and you name it and uh oh what the... you didn't like the cartoon with a character called the dungeon master i mean i loved it when i was eight um <laughs> but like this is this is like 
actual professional polished quality and it's just a bunch of people playing D&D, but it's actually quite fun. It's it's really well done. Um and uh D&D has um actually published an official source book for Matthew Mercer's uh D&D campaign world, which is super cool. Um and I also picked up a graphic novel that has um all of these characters. So uh definitely worth checking out the Critical Role podcast. Uh I think it's uh Geek and Sundry is the channel. Yeah. yeah. All right, Josh, what have you got for us? Oh, uh, shit. What do I, what have I been doing? Um, oh, I guess, uh, there's, I'll, I'll just do another, um, Netflix as well. Uh, there is a animation, uh, called Scissor 7 on Netflix. It is very good. It's very funny. Um, it is about a, uh, assassin kind of um it's a he's a dumbass guy uh who is broke and he's convinced to become a uh super powered uh assassin to make uh money and get women and stuff but he's very bad at it uh until he's not and it's very funny and we've been we've watched it all in like three days and awesome. have not stopped quoting it in this household so all right uh, that's how out. you know it's good yeah it's also it's also a, a chinese uh anime well, which, yeah so like the animation style's a lot different the um uh like the sense of humor is different it's it's really good i really like awesome. it and oh i've also been checking out um demon slayer which is very good completely different tone but it's uh, also incredibly good awesome all right this yeah. is one hour exactly all right so let's let's do the rest of the stuff okay you can find us on social media june is at gemini underscore trans but not actually allegedly and Haley is at M. garner and carolyn does not do social media I'm not uh, on and i am on Twitter at Tescud, that's T-E-H-S-U-D. That's the same as the Patreon, patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-U-D. Uh, we also recently launched a coffee. Uh, so if you want to kick us a couple dollars but don't want to do the recurring uh, donation thing, coffee.com uh, slash Scudsworth. Uh, you can do just like a singular donation there. Uh, all these links are on scudsworth.com, all of the stuff that we're doing there. Um, quick housekeeping note too. Um, we may have to move to a, uh, schedule of every other week for this podcast. Um, the, uh, we got, uh, well, Scudsworth Productions got, uh, accepted to Odafest this year and it was kind of last minute. And now I only have two months to, uh, produce a bunch of, uh, stuff to sell because we didn't Sweet. think we were doing any conventions. Um, so uh, our other, the other podcast, uh, what we're into, has gone to uh, biweekly right now, and we're probably going to have to move to biweekly as well. Uh, that's the convention is in May, so it's only going to last until probably June, um, which we'll be back for June. We'll be back in like our weekly schedule for June's birthday, uh, and for my birthday. Um, what my birthday? When's your birthday? birthday for you. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, it's did... June 20th, I want to say. Close. 22nd. Why did I think your birthday was in September? I have. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea, but I am 
Yay, board game night. Awesome. Oh, yes. We would also like to recommend the game uh, Unstable Unicorns. Yes. Oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a card game, and it's absolutely hilarious and fun, and it's just like. The most fun thing ever. It, we even bought an expansion pack. It's got a, enough strategy to be interesting, but it's mostly just silly, goofy fun. It's mostly just silly, goofy unicorns, and you just play them and freak out at each other for no reason, and it's very hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that does sound like a board game night. All right, awesome. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yay, thank you, everyone. We yay. both love you so much. Yep. Yes. Hey. So, uh, if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. Allow us to play you out. Josh and Kamala, and we want to invite you to listen to our podcast, What We're Into. <laughs> uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30 year olds uh, talk about things they like because we have like no free time, so like we don't really get to talk to each other or anything. So uh, we take the time to sit down and uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley, or Star Trek, or any other anime or manga series, and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there, or find us on. Uh, iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into you'll find it I, I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you bye, bye. <laughs>